All right, everyone, welcome back into another NFL DFS video. My name is Eric Paulzine with 95 Sports. Going to be breaking down the week 16 core plays, going position by position, and then showing you guys a first look build. If you guys enjoy the coverage, make sure to give a like and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. Starting out with quarterback Josh Allen. It's going to be tough not to love Josh Allen, especially after what he just did against Miami in a game that was supposed to be a poor weather game. Okay, he still had the weird turnover issues that are going on. Two fumbles, but was able to score four touchdowns, which is obviously great. But the thing that we like is it's going to be a matchup with the Chicago. Chicago Bears, a matchup that we were wanting to chase last week with Jalen Hurts. Well, it's going to be the same logic with Josh Allen. Get to great spots going against that Chicago Bears, a team that you've been wanting to target really since the trade deadline. Josh Allen could easily go for 30 DK points. And I'm kind of expecting him to go for 30 DK points, maybe a rushing touchdown, but should have at least two passing touchdowns. Josh Allen just makes a ton of sense on this slate. And sure, if we're not playing Josh Allen, the quarterback that we're paying up for is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has throwing the ball over 40 times three out of the last four games, which is obviously something that we like really did well against Houston, which had been a defense that uh, had not allowed quarterbacks to really go off against them. Okay. Um, now he gets a good matchup going against Seattle a matchup in which you would think is not going to be one that's going to hinder any sort of production for him. Okay. So I would say we're locking in at least 20 DK points with the upside to go for 35 DK points. If the game stays close, that is certainly a play that, you know, we're kind of just guessing there, which one would do better in GPPs, probably just mixing and matching our ownership to them because they're both going to be very strong plays. And then the final QB core play for me this week is going to be Geno Smith. Last week, he ended up throwing the ball 44 times and was able to score 15 DK points against that really strong Niners defense. I would take that as a total win. Really, the biggest worry with Geno Smith is that he's going to be without Tyler Lockett. That is the biggest worry. So they might try to run the football a little bit more, but this is a game with KC that should be a higher scoring game, should be more of a shootout. And if we look at over the last uh, few games... You know, really the past month and a half, he's been averaging over 20 DK points. So I think we are going to get closer to that 20 DK point average that he was getting rather than that um, 15 performance that we had last week. Obviously, that was much more of a matchup based thing. All right. So switching up and getting into the running backs, the running backs are going to be very top heavy on this site. I mean, I think we literally just load up on the first three players uh, at the running back position. Christian McCaffrey matchup really doesn't matter. I think he proved that now. Um did well against Seattle, did well against Tampa Bay, uh, did well against Miami, a, a defense that you thought you'd do well against. The thing with uh, CMC is that with Debo Samuel out, his targets were pretty much locked into a high floor, which did create a nice high floor. Six receptions uh, in last week's game against Seattle, was able to get to 100 rushing yards, was able to get a rushing touchdown. It's going to be tough not to love Christian McCaffrey, especially given the fact that he is playing you know, almost 90% of the snaps. Um, so yeah, he, he's going to be a play that we love. As long as the game stays close, Christian McCaffrey is going to be a stellar play. Then from there Derrick Henry it's tough not to love Derrick Henry again this week played him last week against the Chargers really came through uh that was awesome okay 29 DK points out of him was probably less chalky than I thought he would be against the Chargers while this is basically a much better version of last week's game okay last week you were a little bit worried that the Chargers might be able to throw the ball a little bit too much and be too effective doing that to the point where maybe Derrick Henry was slightly phased out of it well we're not gonna have to worry about that in this game going against Houston. It should be a game that's going to stay close, like no matter what. So Derrick Henry should be kind of locked into a very efficient running game. Okay. The biggest issue with Derrick Henry that I could potentially see is maybe he just doesn't score a touchdown. You know, touchdowns can be a little bit fluky, but I would assume that he's going to be able to really have a great game against Houston, which is 
obviously the matchup that you've been wanting to target this whole season. And then from there, guys, honestly, like Saquon Barkley, it's going to be tough not to love Saquon Barkley as well. Um, as a guy that played 86% of the snaps last night, according to this on Monday, you know, looked really good against Washington. And Washington's a great defense. He was able to get eight targets, convert that into eight points in the passing game, and then obviously was able to add a rushing touchdown and 87 rushing yards as well. 23 DK points in that game. And the biggest thing with that is he looked good. He looked healthy. Really, it was kind of strange. Um, against Washington in the previous game and against Dallas, kind of, it looked like and maybe they just shot him up and that's why but it looked like he had kind of i don't want to say lost a step but you could tell the season toll was starting to add up on him and then last night happened and i was like oh that's the second we saw earlier on in the season uh maybe he just got the proper rest that he needed um but regardless he looked really good last week and now he gets a better matchup going against minnesota obviously that's something that you like and then also talking about reandre stevenson guys stevenson lit it up okay and that was while playing a limited amount of snaps. He only played 66% of the snaps. Given the fact that he should be another week healthy, it's going to be tough not to imagine him getting about 80% of the carries in the next week. Now, maybe Damian Harris is back, and maybe he's capped at 75% of the snaps. The thing with it is, he looked really good. Yes, the Raiders were a defense that you want to be targeting. Uh, yes, he, he was tough to play given the time of lineup lock for him, but he ended up working out. Now he gets a matchup with Cincinnati. Not really a matchup you're going out of your way to target, but not really a matchup that you're particularly worried about as well. I think Stevenson's going to make a ton of sense on this slate. But also, we are looking at Kenneth Walker at a very cheap price point. Kenneth Walker went out and played 75% of the snaps. Once again, after coming back from an injury, which I think is impressive, I think that number is only going to go up. And he was able to get to around 12 DK points against that Niners defense, that stout Niners defense. To me, that's highly encouraging. To me, that's a good thing. Um, once again, he gets a better matchup going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Kind of expected to be a pass-heavy game. If he can get you know around six points again in the passing game, that's going to be huge. But I also think he's going to get over 50 rushing yards with the potential to score a touchdown. So I think Kenneth Walker is going to be a much better play this week than you know he has been the last two weeks. So now, obviously, if I really like Geno Smith and really kind of that whole game, we are going to be wanting to target the pass catchers. Now, the biggest thing is that Ty or Tyler Lockett is out. Okay, He has a broken finger. I thought it was his thumb, I, I, whatever. He's not going to play. So that's going to mean Marquise Goodwin is going to be a very strong price point play on this slate. Um, going to be someone that's probably going to get around seven targets in this game. It's going to be someone that honestly is going to be tough to pass up on, just given the fact that he's going to slide into kind of that Tyler Lockett role. And he is someone that, you know, it's not shocking that he's had, you know, a few big games for the Seattle Seahawks. So it wouldn't be shocking to see him go out and have a good game against the Kansas City Chiefs, which is a favorable matchup. So he is someone I'm certainly going out of my way to play this week. And then like DK Metcalf, it's going to be tough not to love him as well, because while he's going to be on the field, probably 90% of the snaps, going to get around probably 10 targets. Uh, he's going to be heavily involved in this game plan, most likely. You know, on paper, it's a perfect play. Uh, the price point isn't too heavy as well. So he is someone that I do see gain to 20 DK points as well. It's just with DK Metcalf, we have to decide, do we want to prioritize the running back position or do we want to prioritize the receiver position? I think we want to prioritize the running back position and find the decent receiver plays that we can be on. So maybe we're just going with good one at a much cheaper price tag and hoping that he catches a long touchdown. And now looking at receiver, uh, Stefan Diggs, with the Buffalo Bills going against the Chicago Bears, that is very much a matchup-based play, especially if we love Josh Allen. If you're playing Josh Allen, you pretty much just need to play Diggs and run it back with him because, well, they're going to be in a great spot, okay? Sure, against the Jets, didn't really do much, okay? But he's kind of had a tough slate the last three weeks, guys. Miami, obviously the weather situation, windy, cold, tough to pass the ball out, still had nine targets, still had a pretty decent game. I mean, still had 10.7 uh, DK points against the Jets. 
you know, a very difficult matchup, didn't do much. And then against the Patriots, I actually really went out and dominated. So now he finally gets a great matchup. I do expect him to kind of have a correction week, and he's probably going to go for around 20 DK points. So he is someone I'm certainly looking at playing. I'd much rather play DK Metcalf at his price point than play Diggs, because uh, I think they're going to finish with about the same points. But Diggs is certainly someone that's going to be in play. All right. And I'm curious, before I get into it, you can probably guess who it is, but going with Moore, which Moore am I going with? Well, DJ Moore. Okay. DJ Moore, you know, is a little bit questionable coming into last week's game. I uh, was able to get get six targets was able to get five receptions was able to get a touchdown was able to score 18.3 dk points gets a great matchup against detroit what have we been doing this whole season guys we've been targeting detroit okay freak zach wilson went off against them okay uh garrett wilson did what we thought he would do at 5.5 for dj moore that's going to be playing you know probably around 90 percent of the snaps probably guaranteed to get five targets and probably guaranteed to get 10 dk points it's tough not to let dj moore in that favorable matchup against detroit uh He's something I'm going out of my way to play, uh, especially as it sits right now. And then I will be treating these two value play receivers as core plays, just kind of given their price point and given their production. They're both players that had a good game on Monday Night Football, and they didn't really get price corrected. So that's why I like them. Isaiah Hodgins, who's been a guy I've been talking up really a while now like the past month just because he's been a strong like price point play for a while now he's just playing so many snaps that's tough not to like him playing on average 90 percent of the snaps for them and last week four targets 7.7 dk points now going against minnesota which is going to be a more favorable matchup it wouldn't be surprising to see him go out and have a good game obviously not someone like you really love but as it sits right now on a slate in which Obviously, I want to go running back heavy. I'm trying to find some good value price point plays at receiver. But the, the biggest one, I think, would be Jahan Dotson, okay? And wasn't it strange, guys? Like 24% owned on the showdown slate last night. I was just shocked by that. I thought he was like a lock and low play. I thought he'd be obvious just, you know, given the snap counts, uh, given how he's looked this season, it was kind of strange. And so it's uh, it was kind of rewarding when he went out and, you know, I called him like, he's just a big playmaker. You got to play, you know, studs. And he made that one-handed catch. That was pretty sweet. It's just, you know, kind of pat in the back there, I guess. Uh, but, you know, the talent is undeniable. And now given the price point, it's going to be super tough not to play him, especially given the fact that he did play in 79% of the snaps uh, again last week. A majority of the snaps are second most on the team. You know, it's just tough not to love that. And given the fact that he looked great, going to be tough to avoid that. Six targets last week, nine targets a week before that. I guess the biggest issue would be that, you know, he is due to have a regression game, I guess. But the matchup with the Niners is going to be one in which Washington should be having to throw the ball, should be trying to, like, manufacture touches to his way as well. So, I think at 3.9, he is certainly someone I'm going to be looking at on this site. All right, at the tight end position, I'm pretty much going to keep it simple. If we can afford to pay up for Travis Kelsey, yes, do so. If not, we're going back to TJ Hawkinson. Uh, you know, I just love the snap counts, guys. You guys know that by now. There's safety and snap counts. So playing 90% of the snaps has had a nice safe floor, just given the fact that he's averaging over you know, six targets per game with the Minnesota Vikings on the field a ton, getting a ton of targets in a decent matchup. Like, it's just tough not to love TJ Hawkinson, especially at that cheap price point. Like, you are gaining some leverage on the field. Although I will say, if Hayden Hurst is out, Mitchell Wilcox would be someone I'm interested in just on the field so much right now. Um, and like at the price point where, you know, I tie on either I'm kind of paying up for Kelsey or Hawkinson, like I've been saying to do, or you're trying to find a very cheap price point tight end. That's not going to hurt you. That's going to get five or so DK points. I see that being Wilcox in this game. If Hayden Hurst is out, but you know, I do want to play TJ Hawkinson. Then we go with the lowest price defense. I forget what Houston did last week, but, uh, five DK points against Casey guys, just once again, lather, rinse, repeat. It doesn't really matter who it is. Just go ahead and play them. Sure. Maybe not the bears against or against Buffalo, but at the same time, who knows? Maybe the weather will be poor. Um, you know, the Bears defense hasn't been terrible. Could he 
choose to go with the Eagles D against Dallas. Like I'm perfectly fine with that. So from this build, we have to figure out where we want to go, uh, where what adjustments we want to make. So one simple one would probably be go to Geno Smith in this specific build since I already have, you know, a lot of Seattle. Okay. And then we're probably just going down from CMC or Derrick Henry to Stevenson and, and feeling pretty good about that. Um, let's see here. Stevenson. Yeah, that'll work. Um, probably a little bit too much over, left over. We'd have to figure that out. But let's go ahead. I do want to fit Josh Allen into a build. So we'd probably just be going down from DK Metcalf. Um, let's see. Which receiver could we go with instead? So Justin Jefferson is currently questionable too. Like if he's out, KJ Osborne would obviously be someone that we're looking at. Um, we just need to get that news update. Like honestly, KJ Osborne, if Justin Jefferson was injured, like I think he'd be a core play. I think he'd be a standout play, but also Justin Jefferson becomes a, a very solid play as well. All right. So here we go. Was able to figure it out. So we get Josh Allen, you know, probably locking in 20 DK points. And then Stevenson and Henry should both be very strong plays uh, this week. DK Metcalf, Marquis Goodwin, you know, both kind of upside plays, but both should have safety. Same thing with DJ Moore, Dotson, you know, more of a price point play. Wilcox, we'll see. Um, and then Eagles D for now. You know, pretty strong looking first look build. But that's all I have for you guys for this video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, you know what to do. Give a like and subscribe. That helps me be able to continue to put out more content for you guys. Also, my goal, as you guys saw, trying to get to 5,000 subscribers really as fast as possible. The goal was to get there by New Year's. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. But, you know, still a goal of mine. Still would be very awesome and kind of validates what I've been doing here um, as well. So, you know, go on and help me out. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. And as always, let's keep catching.